live from the secret sex room at Mile High Stadium in Denver. It's shenanigans. Woohoo! I don't understand that one. If you have sex at Mile High Stadium, are you part of the Mile High Club? I would think so. Because you're a mile high. And if they have a sex room, wouldn't it be the Mile High Club? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. At Mile High Stadium? There you go. And who are the Bills playing tonight? The Denver, Denver Broncos. Broncos. Yeah, but they're playing here. I got gotcha. you. They're not playing in the secret catacombs underneath Denver Airport. You've heard that conspiracy theory, right? New World Order is headquartered under the Denver Airport. You should look it up. Google it. It's interesting. Anyway, this week for Shenanigans, it's Ellen with a Y. What is going on, crew? It's Rich. I'm lightheaded from that live from. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Craig. It's the trio today. Possibly some others joining us, but Vinny has his his migraine, and Matt has a headache from work. His ass hurts. His boyfriend stopped by. That could be true also. <laughs> That's only funny because he's going to hear it when he listens to this. <laughs> and we still miss Walden. Yeah, check that out. The, about the secret labyrinth or whatever base I under. don't want you to. Never heard I of can't that? afford to spare any more IQ points with stupidity like that. I got to tell you that that pulp, whatever it was last week... Yeah. Fan-fucking-tastic. It was great. Of course it was. It was the website of the week. Pulpinternational.com. Not all your not all your websites are winners. Oh, you should take that back. <laughs> not all your websites are winners. See, it just keeps you playing the same way. That's pathetic. You can do better. How was your crazy weekend? I don't want to talk about it. It was a pretty shitty weekend. Aside parts from... Of it, parts of it were shitty. Parts of it were nice. Liddy came and visited quite a little bit. She uh, lives like five blocks from you. Yes, but she came and, and spent quite a bit of time with us this weekend, nice. which is kind of what she moved home to be able to do. So right. it was nice. She came and hung out. And, and your son goes, why are you still here? Yeah. <laughs> I discovered a new dice game called Farkle. I love Farkle. Okay. I'd never played it before, so for me it's still new. And we played it a couple of weeks ago with some friends when we went out of town, and we played it all weekend. Really? Like, as soon as we'd get back to the house... We'd all sit down and start playing Farkle again. And uh, now I got the, the family played on it. We've played it three times now. Do you use real dice or use the app? We use real dice. Okay. I'm thinking about trying to find the app to keep the scorekeeping because I'm sitting here with a piece of paper and a calculator looking like a doofus because I'm using the calculator so I don't get the math, math wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. He's playing dice games. No, that's Luck nice. be a lady tonight. tonight. No, no, no. It's family-friendly <laughs> stuff. Are you playing Yahtzee? Are you saying that Guys and Dolls is not family-friendly? Um, well, It's only one of the most masculine musicals out there. They, they, it's my favorite musical of all time. They, they do talk quite a little bit about uh, pool, which sue is... Sue me. Sue, sue me. Shoot bullets through me. What's the other song I really like? Oh, when nicely, nicely. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Sit down, you're, you're rocking, rocking the boat. boat. I dreamt last night I was on a boat to heaven. I can honestly say, with the exception of the production that we did in high school of The Music Man, or the, the Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls. And the version with Sinatra, the movie, Correct. That, that I watched just because we were going to do the musical. Right. I've never watched that show. Really? No. I've performed in the pit and. That's about it. I the one thing see. I do remember, which bears mentioning, Mike Eglin played Nicely Nicely. Yes. Uh, he's like the best friend of the lead character, and the lead character's trying to get the Salvation Army bell ringing chick to Correct. trying mm-hmm. to bang her. Gene and, Stapleton, right? Yeah. And, and Nicely Nicely says, you, you, you haven't got a shot with her. And he says, uh, I, I, I'm going to try anyway. He's like, you wouldn't even take her. And he's supposed to say a uh, famous New York City restaurant that everybody would, you know, uh, and he said reads instead. It was fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a Lockport production. Everybody gets right. Yes. So. Well, they did that during the fall play this year. Did you go see the fall play? I, um, no. They did the origins of Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about world people who are, they talk about corporate overlords, world people who are interested in in. And controlling everyone, being evil overlords and trying to control the whole world, you know, like Genghis Khan or Adolf Hitler or Don Wilkie. And <laughs> I was like, ooh. Oh, that's, that's funny, I was like, though. uh. That's, that's comical when they do that stuff, though, because it is. It's relevant to them, and it's a little I was like, uh, cool. uh, She'd be funny with that. I hope so. I asked my daughter, who was part of the production team, I go, does she know about that? And she said at the time, no. 
but she just started doing it in the rehearsals like the couple days before they did. I think she she's thick skinned She'd be fine with that. I think so, especially for something like that. If it was in regular conversation, she would probably take offense to it. But in a theater production, and her name is in a play, nah, she she, she couldn't publicly be mad at that. You you right. were right the first time. She's got thick skin, and she's got to look at it and think, who cares what that little shit thinks? Yeah. So go ahead and say it. Yeah. You're giving me a plug. <laughs> you know? No bad PR. There's no, yeah, there's no such thing as bad public relations. How was your weekend, Al? It was good. I, uh, You guys saw what I did. I redid the garage. Yep, I saw the snowblower out there, but I did not look at the tires. So it, you know what? It was doing It was doing well. Except it's glued to his back, actually. The tire is glued to his back. What right. I probably should have done in retrospect is I should have actually lifted it up off of the uh, off of the ground because now I have like a little tiny flat spot because uh, I rolled it a few times so I got a tiny like the top of your head I got a tiny little <laughs> tiny little flat spot so it's gonna be like snow blowing on oval tires <laughs> it's gonna go thunk 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 yeah oh you got a good one on you <laughs> that was a good one no, you didn't see that coming <laughs> I talked to our guy and I explained what you did and then I had him listen to that part of the show he's laughing his ass off he goes tell him just to bring it to me we can work it out. <laughs> we, we can make it work. I should. I'm, I'm, now I'm excited about it. Except I tried to start it again today and it wouldn't start. So I think I got it looked at anyway because you know the little pump thing that you pump to prime the, the gas in there and fill it up? You're not right? supposed to put apple cider vinegar in there. Yeah. But you put it on there and it makes it, it makes like an air noise so I don't think it's grabbing the I, I think there's a hole there so it's not sucking oh, gas from the tank and pushing it into the engine. I think there's a little disconnect there so it wouldn't start, and I've got the electric start there. So it's ready to go. It's just not. Hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, here's what I did. My old snowblower, which was given to me by my dad, who lives next door, mm-hmm. I broke a pin, so only half the tines turn. Mm-hmm. I told my dad, I said, I'm going to go get a, uh, a new pin for it. And he goes, oh, you know, I go away for the whole winter. Here's my new one. <laughs> oh, oh <funny>. no. <laughs> It's got heated, heated grip. It's got oh, headlights nice. on it. <laughs> well, that's what it. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> so yeah, I should bring it over there. You know, just to go through and take a look and get it ready again. Do you have Do you have a trailer hitch on the back of the Creeper van? On the awesome van? Yes. Uh, yes, I do. So you could put that little cool little thing with a ramp on the back. Yeah, that's why I bought it for that for the snowblower. Yeah. Well, you had it on your truck last time, so for, also for the snowblower. Right. Anything else you want to bring? And I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm pretty uh I'm pretty sex uh sexified in the uh, senior community. So uh, a lot electric of times wheelchairs. I like to, uh, yeah, <laughs> honey, put your wheelchair in the back of my pickup truck and let's get the heck out of here. Those electric carts did, at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you get a wheelchair van or a lift installed in the van or? <laughs> no, I don't do. I just, I just fold them in half and throw them in. <laughs> Either way, you're going to need more sugar-free candy. That's right. <laughs> I got my, uh, what do you call it, my Dutch uh, cookies with my sewing kits. So that's how I entice them. <laughs> Buttons and lice and yeah, needles in there. Did your grandma have, both all you guys, did your grandma have like jars of buttons just hanging around the house? I still got them, yeah. You still have them? Yeah. My daughter has a gallon jar of buttons. Yeah. Cookie tins work, sure. Why wouldn't you, why do you, I, when, I take, when I get rid of shirts, I take the buttons off because you never know. What, Anthony, what do you always call me? Old Dago. He's like, you're such an old Dago. He was hosing down his driveway a couple of weeks ago when we got here. You ripped the, the buttons <laughs> off just by your sheer manliness. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the excuse you give when you turn them in when there's at the <laughs> at Goodwill and there's no buttons on them. Well, I finally I can say, hey, look at me, I'm Alan with Y. I'm finally part of a fashion trend because all my shirts are tight. So <laughs> I, <laughs> now now I'm part of the community and, and your skinny <laughs> jeans. Yeah. They're slimming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but no, that's it. so that's it. You know, I mean, we have fun. I, I did a lot this weekend, though. I did. I started with the garage, and I was going to move a couple things out. And next thing you know, I pulled everything out. And people were driving by, like slowing down because it looked like a like a yard sale. Everything yeah. the neighbors would tolerate in pulling out in the driveway. Yeah. yeah. But we put it back in. We got that ready to go. And we got to do some moving around down here, I think, in the in the winter. So we're move the studio ten feet one way, ten feet another. I'm not sure where we're going to be. You got to talk into the microphone so we can hear you. Yeah. Oh, I was just sort of talking. Well, he answered. That's you, all so. we're doing. We're just yeah. talking into the microphone. And then thanks to Al and Vinny who came out to yep. the event. What? Vinny came out. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. With Al. <laughs> that was a good event. Mostly. Oh, I thought you meant of the closet. Ah, that's a gay joke. No, he's not in the military anymore. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. 
I wasn't going to. You brought it up, considering it was military related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell them what we were really there for. The My chest kind of swelled with pride. It was a nice ceremony for that uh, Frank Gaffney. For was it private first class? Private first class. So who was the first most decorated person in the war? Alvin York. And th- is that from New York or in that Tennessee? In, and that's in the country. He's the yes. most decorated. Right. World War One. They're vet? basically the same. They have the same amount of. Who's this? Alvin York and Frank Gaffney from Lockport. So Gaffney Road in Lockport is named after this guy. And yeah, give a little history yeah, on what he does. We're off of uh, by Transit. Blockbuster, right? Yeah. That's that's where his road's at, but he lived on Niagara Street, about where Kendall, the backside of Candlelight Cabinetry is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Where it makes that turn. Yeah, but this guy was 33 years old, and his, most people in his, uh, what is it called, platoon or whatever Yeah, it is. you weren't allowed to be in the military after age 30, so he lied about his age so he can be in. And he was a ruffian. He was not a good soldier unless there was something going on, but once combat started, he was a madman. Yeah. He, he captured, I think it was 80 or 90 Germans and a... And a machine gun embankment and placement yeah. by himself. Yeah. So, yeah. The guy was just a was a warrior. At the office for Al. Yeah. You ain't lying. You just don't hear about it on TV because that's why. It's, I might be decorated another hundred years. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's just one of those guys you walk in and you see the star on the wall. He doesn't have a name. <laughs> oh, like at the CIA. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I got. Uh, so you can just claim as your star whether it is or it isn't. Got a lot of clearance. A lot yeah. of clearance. Yeah. Well, it's because you're the same problem I got. We're short. I'm short. <laughs> <laughs> you got more clearance than Rich has got. <laughs> I am five foot three and three quarters. I'm getting smaller and smaller. Are you really five three and three quarters? No. I'm you get taller than I'm that. I'm five five. Okay. You're not Which is, five five. That's all I am. You're five four and three. No, I'm not five four and three quarters. <laughs> Good things come in small packages, my friend. You get old, everything. Everything shrinks. <laughs> Settles. Everything settles. Oh, there it is. Because gravity is also having its effect on <laughs> the parts that hang off of us. So you got to get one of those. That stuff dangles more now. Than dangles it off the to. back of his truck. You got to get one of those things that you can hang upside <laughs> down with. So when he starts out of shrinking, you'll get taller. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my was balls on. are in my <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Guy's gonna be able to blink his balls. Get that guy on a microphone, for fuck's sake! <laughs> it's right there. Just lean okay. forward more. You're not used to intelligent conversation, so it throws you off a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's very distracting when you're trying to have a comedy podcast. That's right. Comedy podcast. Yeah. You know, O.J. Simpson looked at my house once. It's a true story. It's my claim to fame, my Lockport claim to fame. That you're brushed with greatness. O.J. looked at your house. Were you home when he came through? I was not allowed to be, no. That's probably for the best. Yeah. That's why he's still with us today. Yeah. Now, Now, see... When anybody else is considering purchasing your house, they're a potential buyer, and they're checking it out. But when OJ's there, what he's really doing is scoping the place. Yeah, it was, yeah. he wanted to see how many you know hidden doors and, yeah. you know. Uh, you know. Where to, is where there a stash, garden walk? Where to yeah. stash gloves? Yeah. Yeah. Just one. It doesn't fit. The glove does not fit. it up, yeah. It does not. They just changed. the quit. They just changed the color of the... Gutters, or not the gutters, what do they call The shutters. The shutters. Yeah. Like blue? Yeah. They're like a light blue, and they got rid of that sunshine-looking thing, that starburst that was above the door. They did, whoever did that before did great work on it. I like the oh, work I mean, he did they, over there. Dan Hathaway, he was a fucking wizard. Man. Yeah, he was good at that. He was the best sire i ever seen in my life. Yeah, that guy okay. could just do some amazing tin work yeah, for you. Yeah, he was, he was just on point. Like, you yeah. know, he was a beast. He'd only work by himself. I mean, he was an animal. What about you? What did you guys do this weekend? Mm, no, nothing good. I didn't get home till almost 3 o'clock on Friday, so... 3 o'clock in the morning? No, in the afternoon. Why? Because I had to wait until everybody was gone. I couldn't leave the courthouse. Why? Just the way they want us to be. Are you the one that you would have to lock everything up? Good God, no. Oh. Where is this? At the county courthouse. Oh. I spent a lot of time in that place. <laughs> <laughs> so is Craig. Yeah, probably for different reasons. We're uh, getting new carpet. We already ordered it and paid for it. We're just waiting for the guys to... You already paid for it well, before they come to we, install it? I got the... It, it, it was from the Orange Box store. Uh-huh. And you get a discount or two, year, two years financing if you get their credit card. So I've got their credit card. I have to pay that. But the, the carpet's ordered. So we're just waiting for them to get whatever they need and call us to schedule the actual thing. So we're getting the house ready. We're basically spring cleaning. I threw out 
a whole garbage bag of clothes yesterday. Tammy's throwing out clothes left and right. And there's just boxes of shit laying around in our bedroom where we're just cleaning out, you know, sweaters we're never going to wear again and that type of shit, you know? So once you get the new carpet in, you got to make sure the drapes match. <laughs> You call it a sweater. Some people call it a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does that you make you then? Like a, a three-week-old strawberry in the bottom of the refrigerator? Because <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's fuzzy everywhere, everywhere. Except where he put the reshaved the smiley face. Yeah, they were picking. They were picking around because I was sweating. I was doing so much work around the house. So I come down with no shirt on, and the guy. What did he say? I gotta stop being embarrassed about being shirtless because they're looking at me. Then I want to. Stairs and I shaved a happy face on my body. So when I came down next, I had shaved two eyes and nose and a mouth. And it's all grown back, hasn't it? Most of it. Most yeah. of it. <laughs> now, my, my now it's got a Fu Manchu. Now, now was, that a, was that a dry shave? Did that irritate you? Oh, no, I'm used to it. I use Cooper's uh, razor. <laughs> he wasn't offended by that? No, no. We're, we share everything. <laughs> Toothbrushes. Is he sleeping in your bed now? He has been. Yeah. But for a little bit, like once in a while, he did. Yeah. Like he did actually kind of hug me the other day. We kind of stayed right up by my arm and, and we fell, actually fell asleep there. And I woke up and he was still there. So he was zonked because we had There's a long, long. No day. shame in spooning your dog. Yeah. It's cuddling. It's spooning. Oh, my dogs, I have no problem with yeah. that. And then, like, once in a while, he goes through, like, picture for him. he'll sleep, like, right, like, he, he sleeps, like, right towards my head. So he'll get on the pillow, and if I'm sleeping, so he uses my head as, like, the, the like a cushion base. So he just kind of pushes up right there, and it's like wearing a hat. Yeah. yeah. He's not breathing on me, but it's just, it's comfortable. I, you know, I, I, fall I, I have no problem with people cuddling their dogs. It's the sex before that I have a problem with. Yes. <laughs> It was consensual. <laughs> See how excited he got when you brought that up? Yeah. And he's come over here. Is, is, is it that time already, Dad? <laughs> Cooper's got his stuffed toy. Where's he's like, is it butter? time? Is it time? <laughs> Don't You don't you plug your ears, buddy. You plug your little ears. <laughs> Dirty people talking vulgar. Did you see who it wasn't this time? Yeah, I know. That's shocking. I know. All right, Dad, where's my stick with peanut butter on it? Ah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I know our boy's gone. We got everybody's dropping like flies. Oh, I know. And now my got- wife had a chance to go to the game tonight, and she turned it down. I would have too. <laughs> Free tickets. Sissy, you don't get it's so late. Too. Yeah, it's a late one thirty. She it's figured ten hour day. Grades are due, and are they? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just got to, you know. <laughs> I should like, look I'm, into that. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah, they're due Wednesday. This teetering thing is hard. Yeah. Did you bite off more than you can chew here? No, I can't. Don't you have to have a degree to be a teacher? Uh, some people say you do, I guess. Or is it just you know people and they don't No, there's ways to work around it. Yes, there's a workaround. I said, yeah, I will go. You know, it'll be on Hell's Kitchen as the top chef. Yeah, I'm like, going to go. I, Teachers are only required to have degrees in school, so what he's doing isn't really a school. Right? I'm yeah. Well, actually, you're you're actually not half wrong. It's actually uh, career and tech education, so you can get a teaching certificate in that. So I'm working on my professional teaching certification. So I am in college. What is it again? Multiple choice. Yes. Yeah, so do you like the color blue? <laughs> Who was buried in Grant's tomb? <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Grant. That's a trick question. When was the War of 1812? Uh, actually, it 1813, was from 1813. 1815. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how long? What color is blue? Yeah. How long was the Hundred Year War? <laughs> you know that one, Craig? How I'm not exactly it? sure. It was probably 100 years. It was more than that. The historian might It was about 100 years. Give or take. Give about or take. 100 years. Mm-hmm. Give or take. How about the War of the Roses? It was actually daffodils. <laughs> <laughs> they were tiptoeing through the tulips. It was well, but they changed it and uh, they, they lost were, them in translation. They were the, chocolate roses, actually. Yeah. Lost in translation. I like that movie. Yeah, that was depressing. It was. I should watch it again. I was going to rewatch um, Flash Gordon, and I forgot. Dude, all day our website's been down. I was trying to finish off the last episode of Shorzy, and it's been down oh, really? all fucking day. Oh, I haven't so watched it. I even thought that I would try. I go, maybe it's just Shorzy. So I tried something obscure that like only four people are watching. So, yep, nothing. I haven't even watched it. I got to watch Shorzy. Is it? Is it like a whole new season? or? Oh, yeah, season two. So I didn't even watch it. I got to go back and Did watch it. Did you watch it. season one? Yeah. Yeah, season two is pretty good. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. I feel like, wasn't there already a season two? Did I really miss it? No. It, was, that, it came out a month new? ago. Oh, it then, came yeah. out a month. It came out two months ago in Canada and a, on Crave, mm-hmm. and a month ago in America. It came out on the twenty eighth of. Who October. brought the Rocket Boys? Right. 
that? It's called Shorzy. It's a spinoff of Letterkenny. It's hockey, eh? Yeah, Canadian based. <laughs> it's They're mostly funny guys. hockey. It's about hockey. And Hicks. Hockey, fighting, screwing, and smoking cigarettes is the show. That's the whole show. Darts. Swearing, yeah, so that darts, they say. Having a dart. dart. Right, and I'd never heard that term before Letterkenny. I didn't realize that they were, I mean, I'd heard cigarettes referred to as a dart. I didn't realize it was the vernacular up there. Oh. That was just a passing thing. But they use it so much. Yeah. V-E-R. And <laughs> you said vernacular. I was so you oh. can look it up on Google. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just let that one fly over my head. I kind of assumed. Uh, I didn't want to act like I didn't know what I was. Well, you get it from context. <sighs> yeah. Exactly. Besides, he's been fooling us all along. He used colloquialism last oh, week. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys don't even know my. <laughs> Sandbagging my, fuck. <laughs> exactly. Here's the deal. I always find it uh, most important to be the most uh, intelligent man in the room, but let everybody think you're the fool. And that's just what I've always done. My so. dad said that. There are two pieces of advice. You make them think that they're in charge, right? Mm-hmm. And then you dazzle them with bullshit. That's me. There you go. That's me. Women? The key to life. Everything. Everybody. There's a pizza up there, guys. You want a little pizza? We got that donated by Molinaro's on the go. Thank so you, there's Molinaro's. A, there's a white pizza. Hey, Does any, do we got that? I mean, that's a local business. Does anybody else have a local business that they want to plug while they're here? With that booze up there, too. You got freaking bar grade in that stuff or what? I don't have time to switch bottles of booze out. I buy the cheap shit and stick with it. <laughs> Why would he drink it anyway? My one buddy, Jeff B., is notorious for putting the shelf. I, I, know, I hate that wild, crap. Wild grade uh, booze and. Good bottles? Yeah. That's a garbage BS move. It, I hate it, that. it is. You know, sort of, honestly, that tells a lot about the person. Yeah. You know, I don't it really do that. Really does say you know come over to your house and you think oh oh you want to do a shot with me oh like we're buddies and you think you're doing a shot of something that's three four five hundred dollars a bottle and it's really shit that's you know fifteen bucks a bottle. yeah mm. you know but but it's like of course you say oh man it's the best stuff ever yeah. depends hey, on what time of the night yeah. how far into the drinking well, you are when I, listen he's never sober so. Yeah, it doesn't matter to him anymore. Yeah, I mean, it could be 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It could be sloppy. It could be 3 o'clock in the morning. It could be sloppy. I mean, for him, it just, it's just another day at the office. That is crazy. The sloppy office. I don't drink that much. Yeah. I was a good drinker years ago. We, we talked about that. But not anymore. We don't drink like that either. I could never yeah. drink like that. And no. just, you guys do. You guys did last year. Like, no, we yeah. did not. You did. guys were sloppy. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. You could tell when they're sloppy. This guy's eye droops, and this guy walks on his tippy toes. <laughs> and what does Vinny do? Vinny falls over on chairs. <laughs> the one now, guy was sitting I, on that chair no over way. there. He's they're, sitting on the chair, and he just shit. falls right over. There's no way that I walked through here on my tippy toes. You did. Whack in my head. You did. You it's were hysterical. impossible. <laughs> but then when, when Vinny fell over, that was pretty funny. Yeah. And Vinny never fell over. I never saw that. <laughs> yeah. which, were, way were your, which way were your eyes looking? You, yeah, like two different directions. You so were you doing missed what was right in front of you. Up. You were doing pir- <laughs> what do they call pir- pirouettes around him? Right. <laughs> okay, we're gonna do uh, what is uh, called position one, <laughs> position two. <laughs> those are ballet terms. I wouldn't know that. I know you wouldn't. I know a lot of those ballet terms. Yeah, see, because I used to date dancers. I have four daughters. No, oh, I know. Yeah, you know what all that is. Yep. I remember all the dancers who dated. Yeah. Cinnamon. <laughs> Candy. Candy. <laughs> Champagne. They, that was weird. I went through that phase where, I mean, they all they were all named after spices. I didn't know where they were from. Scary. Yeah. Chrysanthemum. <laughs> Chrysanthemum. <laughs> Nutmeg. But she was just a crazy girl named Meg. <laughs> <laughs> You better, you better make sure you check in a well-lit room before, because that nutmeg might not be Meg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, remember there was an episode. Have you ever watched the show Wings? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember Tony Shalhoub's character? Bernard. Oh. Crystal Bernard. She yes. was pretty. But Tony Shalhoub's character, what was his name in there? Antonio. Yes. So then He was a cab driver. He was always, so he was never one to be lucky with the ladies. And then he found a, a letter from his grandfather. And it was like he was had a correspondence. Uh, and they were love letters back and forth. And he was uh, active, actively involved with a G. Lola Brigida. 
So he felt like he was just the cat's meow. He was chasing women. He's like, this is in my blood. My father went out with Gina Lola Brigida, and it's just we've, we've just in our blood, and we're lovers, and women love us and stuff like that. So as the show goes on, he found out that it wasn't Gina Lola Brigida. It was Gino Lola Brigida. <laughs> <laughs> and I was crying because the way it was delivered in the show, it was the funniest thing because he went from this confident man to just his face and his facial expressions were hysterical. So if you can probably YouTube that or something like that, but it is funny. Tony Shalhoub could act the fucking phone book and I'd watch it. Yeah. He's <laughs> the guy that played Monk. Yeah, the guy yeah. played Monk. I watched a clip this morning that was Tim Conway, Vicki Lawrence, Carol Burnett, mm-hmm. and Dick Van Dyke. And Tim Conway, you know how he has he that. He cracks up. That. He wasn't cracking he up. He cracks everybody else he up. He cracked yeah. everybody else up. They were talking about Siamese elephants, <laughs> and they couldn't do the... Like regular oh, I remember that. Whole, I remember that episode. Oh, my God. They, they couldn't... They lost it. Did you know when they did rehearsals? When they did rehearsals and he was going to say something, he wouldn't say what he was going to say because he wanted it to be fresh. So he would... Whatever his line was that he was thinking about, he would just say something like watermelon or something like that, and then they never knew. So the reason that they laughed so much on that show is because when they heard him talking... That is the first time That is the it. very first time they heard him say those things. So it would break him up. It must have been... A rehearsal because Vicky Lawrence called him an asshole. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she's funny. She she's Mama's family too. Yeah, right? correct. Yeah. yeah, you can't watch that show without watching Tim Conway break up. Yeah, over. him and Harvey Corman. Harvey Corman. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and he stabs himself with the Novocaine. Yeah. Then he's walking around with his oh, leg asleep. Vinny Fucking Vinny hilarious. Yeah. That's what I. You know my doctor, Vinny Boombas. You know, <laughs> like that's where I get Vinny Boombots from. Is it? Call Alonzo, Vinny Boombots. Vinny Boombots. That's uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Some of the old comedy is just so amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. I used to love Rodney Dangerfield. He was good. I saw him, but then I saw that one episode. You can probably Google that too, where he just lost it on stage. You can, was he was one. He was just doing some stand up, and he just went in, and he just started screaming at the audience because really? he was having a depressing moment. Rodney Dangerfield. And, he, and he's he like, this is what I do. Once. Yeah. I'm here to make you laugh. Oh, yeah. You can watch me my pain and struggle. You're a bunch of assholes. And he just lost it. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Rodney was a class act. <laughs> yeah. Not everybody loved the fame. That's what it was. Andy, uh, what's his face? Kaufman. Sometimes you just go from being just a simple guy like you, Al. That That's where I got out of the how industry. Do you, how, do you feel like, how do you feel that the whole world knows who you are? I got to tell you, like it sounds silly, but when I was doing stand-up and everything like that, I loved it. But you got the highs, so you'd have the high highs. And then after that, you realize now you're back to being all alone. I and then you got the lows, lows. You know, so I never I never liked, I could never have that middle of the road, you know. So when you're performing, you're doing stuff, you get excited Life about it, you're gets, crushing you're, it. It's almost like doing a drug. Like it's like your adrenaline, you're going, going, you're fine, everything's and great. And then some poor Schlub actor asked for a cigarette. No, I didn't care about <laughs> cigarettes. That was who was that? Kevin Nealand. Yes. People, no, but I'm saying sure. like, you chase that high. Yeah, yeah. Used to, I loved it. You know, that was it. But those were the days. Maybe you should do a psychiatrist. Well, now I still go through and do stuff because that's what doing. I mean, being in classes now and going and doing the stuff. I was just at uh, Niagara Falls High School this week. Uh, this week, uh, nah, they were all good. But when I was at Niagara Falls, have you guys been to Niagara Falls High School? Yeah, that place is absolutely mammoth. You know what? I when they first opened it, it was is. beautiful, and they had a bunch of stuff in there. And they still have a bunch of stuff, but it's not so beautiful anymore. I don't know. I looked at it, and I said I couldn't believe how nice it was. Bigger than Lockport? Oh, oh yeah. It's way bigger than Lockport. It's huge. They have a television studio in there, a full television studio. Yeah, this place is huge. And they have, like, when you go into these rooms, these rooms are like college professor or, like, college rooms where yeah, they they've got all the desks sitting in there. just make another one? That's the weird thing. They had two. They took. They combined the two. LaSalle. They tore down LaSalle. So they had the... Shitty old high school on was it Main Street and Main and Pine or Pine Avenue downtown where the knack is and Hyde Park is that it or no? yeah somewhere in there yeah. but then they had over on Military Road they had high, uh, LaSalle which was a beautiful school and that's the one they tore down mm-hmm. because they got lots of money for it because it was in prime Real, business yeah. commercial real estate yeah sure never about the money always chasing the money these people always about sell their mother for a dime some fucked up people would sell their grandmother for a dime yeah. Sometimes I'm not allowed to swear on my. You can swear. That's Why all not? they do on this show. Yeah? yeah. We need a couple of real estate moguls like you guys to jump in and start doing something down there. I'm looking through these headlines, Rich. There's some funny headlines here. Yeah, jump into some of these things. About time. Yeah. We haven't talked about real stories in a long time, no. it seems like. Is that good or bad for ratings? Have you guys watched Five Nights at Freddy's? No. 
No, I don't know. Nobody here is going to see it. Yeah, my son played the video game years ago. I remember right, I remember the video game playing it, and I I thought it was kind of creepy looking, but Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's, yeah. So it's these animatronic creatures. I watched the porn parody. You're tra- of course you did. Of course, yeah. <laughs> five and a half nights of Freddy. <laughs> five and one quarter. No. Five point five one nights five. in Freddy. It was the gay porn <laughs> that Craig watched. No, no, so no. Funny. Five nights in Freddy. Uh, because it's this movie about these scary animatronic killing monsters, Chuck E. Cheese is pulling all of their animatronic creatures. The Chuck E. Cheese bands are all coming out. Were they just trying to have a reason, find a reason to get rid of them just to change their I image? Chuck E. Cheese Maybe. is looking for a reason to be in the in the headlines because they're drowning. Yeah. They're normally in the headlines for fights. Right. Yeah. yeah, they're just the, dying as a yeah. The yeah, Chuck E. So Cheese fights are hilarious. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, Spider. I thought you said I'm all right, Spider. I thought you, yeah. I'm sorry, I shot him. I mean, wait, what do you want me to do? He made a joke, I shot him. Anthony, go get an ice pick for your father. You're no stranger to ice picks. You're 103 years old. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't have ice cubes back then. Gary still got the the aluminum ones. Remember the old aluminum ones with the pulls, the, the, with the crank pull? The thing in the handle would come. Yeah. So the water was good lubrication to get it back out of the chest? Or? They were aluminum. <laughs> Oh, you're still talking about ice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe you were just hiding evidence by rinsing it off. Yes. That doesn't work. Put ammonia on it. Doesn't work. Yeah, dip it in Ammonia. Meat. Ammonia hides everything. Apple oh. cider vinegar probably. It's Apple point. cider vinegar doesn't do that, but ammonia. Really? Yeah. Good to know. You put ammonia on blood. Not that. Well, no, it'll show, but you can't get a sample. You can't get a good sample out of it. So if you want to check blood and DNA and all that stuff, you got to put ammonia on anything that's out oh, there. Oh, you know, we need something that'll hide all telltale signs. Oh. Chloroform. Chloroform. No. <laughs> At that point in time, you need a time machine. <laughs> Fair enough. So no more, no more animatronics at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, one more. They're going to keep it at one. I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense to me that they would do that, but that's what they said. It's just they like a... Who else we, would have to follow suit with that? Where else is there animatronics? But what's that jungle restaurant? Um, what's it called? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Rainforest. Rainforest. Rainforest Cafe. Cafe. Yeah, they have all those out there, right? I didn't they see have, it. In, last time I went to the Rainforest Cafe, I didn't see it there. They have, know. yeah, they have like the gorillas and all the animals that are in inside. the mist. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember that either. I re- a lot of the I went to the rainforest. lighting and noise. Yes. No, no. I used, when noise. I was. We had him out. We told him it was. Yeah. Nah. Did you see it move? Yes. I saw it I move. went to the Rainforest Cafe in <laughs> Cleveland. reach behind remember. the plant and shake it a little bit. Oh, did you see that? We were at Chuck E. Cheese. I told him it was <laughs> <laughs> That's it. They're giving you a microphone. That's all there is to talk it. Talk into the mic. You got to talk into it if you're going to talk. Come That's on, all the there is to on it. wheels. It's not going to be that yeah. much fucking effort. Let's go. But I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how old are you? What are you? Like, you just had a birthday now. What are you? Birthday yesterday. 66? 72. 72? Happy birthday. Seems like only last year you were 71. That's it. <laughs> 72. The guy's in better shape than most of us at the table right now. He's Round a, is a shape. Stop yes. talking. He's a yachtsman. <laughs> this guy sailed yachts all around the world. You don't even know that. But he is. He's a sailor. I'm sailing. We used to listen to Yacht Rock. I'd go down to Wilson with... I bet, there was a point in time, I think, even now, when I'm better friends with him than I am with his son. We would go through, we'd talk on the phone once in a while, have a cigar, listen to some Yacht Rock, have some drinks. <laughs> Those were the days. I sold... I have no boats anymore. You're like, are you going to be looking or you're done? I dream that I bought a boat last night. So you're getting a boat? No, I don't. I going to try not. It's it's kind of nice having money instead of boats. <laughs> it really yeah. is one or the other, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it stands. B-O-A-T. Bring out another thousand. No. Bring out another thousand. <laughs> it's you know, funny. My, my uncle has a boat down in Florida and he said it's just a hole in the water that you throw money into. Yeah. Well, we've got a pool in the backyard, and it's exactly the opposite. <laughs> it's a body of water that you throw the water, you throw the money directly in. You don't need yeah. the boat in between. It's not that expensive to have a pool. Uh, $600 a year just for the chemicals. Holy shit. Plus the water itself is probably another 250 yeah. if we have to hey. dump it and refill it. <laughs> it might be cheaper to shower. <laughs> I haven't been in that pool in two years. I do shower. Thank you very much. My boat, my boat would cost me about 1500 a month. A month? 
You got the wrong. And that boat, was before man. gas. Yeah, <laughs> that was just sitting there. I couldn't. I couldn't afford to put diesel. Diesel was five seventy-five a gallon. Yeah. My boat used more than a gallon to go one mile. Yeah, so that's crazy. Look at all the ice in that cup, and you're complaining. What are you kidding me? <laughs> it's too much. No. No, it looks like good ice. You're complaining. He Al said, was yeah. concerned because I'm using too much of his ice. No, I'm glad you're using it, but I haven't looked at the ice machine in forever. Winter's coming. There'll be plenty more. Oh, he doesn't like the ice cube. He thinks they're dirty. Are they? Is that what it is? Or did I put too much ice in? I don't fucking know. I don't drink scotch. I don't know. I haven't made it in so long. What kind of drinking? The Glenlivet? Yeah. Oh, that's the best stuff right there. Yeah. It is Nothing good. but the good stuff for you guys. I was going to take the stuff behind it, but that's no. good. You deserve the yeah. good stuff. No. That Ballantine's is from my Uncle Danny's bar from the west side of Buffalo from that 60 years ago. No longer. It had to be from the 50s. Yeah. 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 Those bottles, yeah, that's got those yeah. things. Those bottles right now are selling for five, $600. Really? Can I have that one? No. Please? <laughs> no, because you guys were just too big. No, you want the other stuff? You missed out. Lover, did I now all of a sudden you love scotch? You big ass? You get nothing. You're getting triple sec, and you're like. I tell you it. how much I love scotch. You're getting a glass of triple sec. That ass came quick too, man. It's yeah. just right there, poised at the tip of your tongue. Yeah, I've known Alfred for I mean, <laughs> yeah. He knows. He knows I'm all about me. Yeah. me. That's true. If he can't have it, can I have it? Uh, you guys would drink that, but you guys don't like that stuff. Actually, no, I Listen, don't I like scotch. I, I love scotch. I love it. I like whiskey. I like bourbon. That I don't Valentine's, like scotch. That Valentine's, oh, that's my favorite. I haven't tried Valentine's. If I could ever find a bottle back in the, like 1986 that was like... 1986. That's from like 1952. Okay, so if I could ever find a bottle from 1952 that has like that little sticker up around it, great to add to my collection. That's so if tax. you know anybody. The tax... Uh, Every time you break the seal on that liquor bottle, that's a government seal you're breaking. You didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on you. Listen, man. I can remember that. Do not remove. Is that you freestyling? Because you should stop. That's Malcolm X. <laughs> remember see the movie Malcolm X with Denzel? Awesome. Yes. I never that was it. It was a good movie. I heard it's amazing. Historically, historically accurate. I What's thought you were trying to rap. That, uh... Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is out in right now. Uh, uh, who's eating Gilbert Grape? No. No, he's. It's uh, historically accurate of him. Yeah. No, he's like, he's it's, a white uh, guy that's living with the Indians, the, but he's ro- he's a serial killer. Something, something moon. Something moon. Something yeah, moon, yeah. Killer on the moon or something. Yeah, uh, Osage Indians. Yeah. They found oil on their. Yes. They, they moved them to a reservation and then, of course, found oil. And then, well, we actually. Killers of the Flower the Moon. I'm sorry. 20 years later, we accidentally put you in the wrong spot. We got to move you. No, they no. didn't want to move them. No. They're a matriarchal society, and uh, all the money went to the women. No. So the guy, white guys moved in and married the women. You took the money. And it's murdered. So, oh. Really well, listen, they could. That's a that's a true. That's like a true story. Are we story? spoiling a movie yeah. right now? Should, should you have a spoiler alert? Is that a true? Is how long has that movie been out? Is it like an old movie? I was just thinking about no, going to see it. just came out a month ago. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's it seems like it's a good play. It's on the website. Oh. It came out October Leo 20th. DiCaprio? Leo. Leo. Oh, I thought you said Leodo. <laughs> that's, a, that's him as uh, in Star Wars. Uh-huh. No, nah, but he's always, like, he's got some good ones. Yeah. And it was directed by Scorsese. And they say it might be more, uh, one of his best pictures ever. Well, they always say that about his pictures. Sophia Coppola. Really? Yes, my aunt. Yeah. Yeah, when I went to Italy, it's Coppola. Yeah. Coppola. That's what the wines are called. You guys are the only ones that Americanized it. My family here. Yeah. Everybody says Coppola every go around the country except here. I had you guys are Capicola over here. I had somebody believing that they fly out the private jet and everything for all the movie premieres. Oh, I think uh, a couple of Bill's buddies from New York, like one's from New York and one was Florida, and like we're all staying at the lake house. Talk in so we can hear. We can. Oh, they went to the Bills game, so you know, like they were, you know, sort of bothered. Comes back, I said, oh yeah, fuck, they fly out the private jet, the whole spiel, red carpet, the whole night. Really, get out of here! I says, yeah. Like, man, it must be so lucky. I said, no, nah, I'm just fucking. <laughs> you should have said, you know what? It's not as great as you think. It's a long night, you know? Oh. Private jets are still, you're still traveling. I mean, celebrities are just <laughs> like anybody else. Yeah. I mean, listen, man, you know. They get their pants put on one leg at a time, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 they do. Up, butt up, butt up, just like when I put Nino's pants yeah. on. Yeah, butt, butt up. up. Oh, that's funny. I heard Denzel is really good at butt up. <laughs> I did like those movies with him and uh, what are they, Equalizer ones? Yeah. Those were good movies, too. And one dude, uh, Shannon Sharp had him on his uh, thing, that Jay Farrell that does all the uh, impersonations of, like, Jay-Z and Obama. And, mm-hmm. You know the black dude he does, like, all the, imper- he's the impersonator? Uh, is it Darius Jay Spears? Farrell? Jay Farrell? Yeah, Jay Farrell, yeah. 
I had him on Club Shay Shay, and he was doing uh, all his impersonations. is pretty good. I didn't know that. He was doing Denzel really good. He said he was trying to, like, meet him the one night. and Just a big story that led on from there. Nice. Nice. I won't bore you with that. You seem really interested in it as you're looking through your phone and seeing what's going on in Lockwood. <laughs> these are the next, uh, these, are the, these are the things we read. These are the articles. So we have bartender ears. These are the articles they put together that they read on what they want to talk about and oh, make fun of. Do Florida Man. They do Florida Everybody stuff. Everybody does Florida Man. Oh, but you just can't run out of stuff. It's true. We, we sometimes have stories out of Florida, but we don't focus They're on usually drug-related somehow. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. Yes. And who's that radio station? They do Florida, Ohio, or Texas. 103. It, it was like Shred that. and Reagan, but they just left 103 to go to 97 Rock. Oh, okay. Which... It's American Airlines. I, I'm gathering that they that, couldn't keep uh, up with the, the current. That was oh leaving God. London, and the people on board said, gee, it's noisy and cold in here. It was missing... <laughs> Was missing a couple of windows. Really? Yeah, yeah thirteen thousand feet. At thirteen thousand feet, they finally decided, "Yeah, we better turn around." That's funny. That's crazy. I didn't hear about that. What was I didn't that? Hear that? It was like it happened yesterday or the day before. No shit. It was uh, some private tour company, and apparently, I don't know if it was for an advertisement or something, but they had these heavy-duty lights shining on the aircraft to make it look like it was sunshine. They only had them like 20, 30 feet away, mm-hmm. and they. Melted the the um, the windows. Yeah, the, the, the seal window and and the gasket around them. Uh huh. And it popped a couple of the windows. That's funny. Yeah, saying, "Geez, it's noisy and cold in here." What? <laughs> there were there were only nine passengers on board. The the pilot, they, they were all um, employees oh, of this place. tour company. So there were only nine people on a big uh, big jet. Eleven crew members, nine passengers. They were going from London to Orlando. Yep. Oh. It had been most recently used by King Charles and Queen Camilla. Holy shamole. Oh, Leave it to Chuck to leave the window open. Yeah. Royalty. It's probably, those windows are probably in the British Museum. What? Those windows are probably in the British Museum. The British can't help but take anything they see. <laughs> <laughs> we should liberate from them. We have. Okay. Twice. <laughs> we should help the Canadians escape now. Correct. That's fascinating. I did not see that in the news. Uh, North Carolina orthodontist is giving patients a free Glock 19 with their dental treatment. Right. It's part of a promotion called Grins and Glocks. That's just funny. A certain patients who sign up for Invisalign treatment have the choice between the free Glock, which retails for more than $500, and a subscription to the Youngsville Gun Club and Range. All my kid got was a fucking sticker. Yeah. <laughs> what would Jesus do? Reload. <laughs> They're actually talking about that right now on the news as to whether or not guns should be allowed in churches. I think guns should be everywhere. There I went any place a gun shouldn't be. I went to the junior high today to pick up my daughter for a doctor's appointment. Now you can't even get into the damn building. At least when you go to like Emmett or you go to the high school, Doug and Joe are friendly. The prissy little man at Aaron Mossel is just not very friendly. You mean North Park? I don't even know. I said what I said. (laughs) History is not there for you to agree or disagree with. Uh, History is ugly. And it's always written by the winners. That's right. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, history is part of our future, but it's like you can't can't oversensitize it. You know, it's like you have to live life. You have to get slapped in the face and kicked in the balls and pushed. Or have your python bite you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just push around on the playground to, you know, su- succeed in this world. I mean, if you get softened up, I mean, you know, like I worry about my kids being too soft. That's why I'm hard on them. And it's like, it's like you got, sometimes you got to take a lump. To, I know. You know. I, when I go to your house and I'm looking at those two 70-inch televisions that they yeah, play video games on, you were, you were really teaching them a lesson. <laughs> Back-to-back 70-inch <laughs> television screens <laughs> with PS5s or say whatever they are and yeah. all the different it's things. Tough life. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, right, man, right next to the 130-inch projector well, with the surround I sound. I my kid to school with a broken arm. Yeah. Well, that's why your kid can fucking give those nice things to his kids. Yeah. Because he went to school with a broken arm, so I, I broke Enzo's arm and I sent him to school. There, you got to do that. Teach him a lesson. Tough love. Toughen him up. It's that simple. <laughs> I mean, fuck he, he had a broken wrist. And I told him, I said, yeah, quit, man. Go to school. You're going to school. I went to school and the nurse says, he's got a broken arm. <laughs> This was an elementary school, by the way. This wasn't a high school. Yeah. You know, it's like, fuck it, Dad. Nah, you know. So, yeah. so I was tough on that. Yeah. I'm no doctor, but I'm pretty sure I got a broken arm here, Dad. Yeah. 
the the high school nurse would have would have kept him. Yeah, the elementary school is like no. <laughs> and the dead of the year award goes to. <laughs> oh goodness! I hope there's no required r- reporters listening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Is there a statute of limitation? I think we're past that. He just yeah. said it. Yeah, <laughs> it's seven years from the moment it's public. <laughs> I don't know. I think a gun for Invisalign seems like a good idea. Cause yeah. those t- I had orthodontia when I was a kid, and those braces, they tighten them up, and they hurt for a couple of days. And shoot that fucker. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but you're going to be... aggression. At least get to the firing range and you know At take out some targets. You know, scared of shit. <laughs> oh, that's good, too. It's start, starter pistol. Well, you know bang, what? Bang, 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 bang. The truth is you're going to be looking so good, you no longer have to beat the women off with a stick. <laughs> you can shoot them now with your Glock oh 19. God. <laughs> I don't know why you're not married, Alan. Yeah. I don't know either. You know, <laughs> I'm delightful. Uh, or these two. Two rogue daycare workers turned themselves in for allegedly running an illegal child fighting ring inside their nursery. <laughs> Were they shooting like YouTube videos and stuff? <laughs> they allegedly directed the children in their care aged three to four to fight each other and allowed, quote, the violence to proceed without correction. But it wasn't to the death, so they're okay. Well, not right away. I mean, it would take a four-year-old a long time to beat another four-year-old to death. Let's use a chair. You'd have to give them something <laughs> spiky or pointy or something. Yeah. At that age, they can only probably hit them with a pool noodle. The owner of the daycare said the pair's employment was immediately terminated. What a shock. After he was advised to review security footage exposing the alleged child fighting ring, which you can download off of YouTube. <laughs> See? Probably. I told you. Was this daycare sponsored by Michael Vick? <laughs> it was in South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Where's Michael Vick from? Well, that's where it was, somewhere down there in North Carolina. That's right. The sheriff said the women had claimed the teachers had promoted their students or other clients of the daycare to use violence to try and punish a child or make another child complaint. Compliant. The sheriff said none of the children involved, 14 in total, had suffered major physical injuries while participating in the alleged violent ring. It was the victor. It was the victory tattoos that gave them away. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. The tears, yeah. <laughs> the tears. The rolled up diaper. <laughs> Kindergarten prison tats, man. <laughs> the kid with the barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> You got no fears written across their knuckles, That's you know. It. Quit hitting on my dog. <laughs> uh, Craig, how many books have you read this year? I don't care. Just shut the fuck up. 122. <laughs> he's, no, he's it's short, a firm though. number. I am short this year. Because he's always about 200. How do you do that with four girls? Because he reads every third word. <laughs> oh, that's we what, talked about that's that. That's what Alan with Y says, but he's, he's incorrect. I read it's, fast. It's every fifth. Yeah. So much I'm faster that way. Faster reading, but... Probably about 100 pages an hour. He so. can actually read... The left eye could read the left page of a book. The right eye could read the right page of a book, and he just scans them both. It's Flips. not far off. So, I don't read books. I read a lot on the internet, news, you know, whatever... Science articles, things like that. But I do you mean science or do you mean science? <laughs> science. Science. Weird. I think science. he means the latter. Yeah. <laughs> I just came across a picture of Alexandria. Gross. Why do you, we have people here. I just discovered a photo of AOC <laughs> carrying a cucumber around, and I'm not sure why she's carrying. And a you cucumber came across around. it. <laughs> Is it in a grocery store? No. <laughs> oh. It looks like she's in Congress. <laughs> Into the fucking microphone! Jesus. This guy's fucking belting out Zinger. one-liners, yeah. It's like sitting next to Sinatra. <laughs> Thought I was going to be the star of the show. It was almost like you had the click on the back on my face. There it is. You know, like a drum roll. So there's a book club in Venice, California that started reading a book Finnegan's Wake. Ugh. In 1995. What a terrible they book. they just finished it. Did they actually? 28 years later. Did they finish? Beautiful things. Yeah, they finished okay. in October. Why did it take them so long? It took the author 17 years to write. Well, this took longer to read? Yeah. 
That's weird. There it is. Maybe they need more pictures in the book or something. Jerry Fialka, an experimental filmmaker from Venice, California, has hosted a book club dedicated to a single text, James Joyce's Finnegan's Wake, one of the most famously difficult texts in literary history. Starting in 1995, between 10 and 30 people would show up monthly meetings at a local library. Craig, sounds like your crew. At first, they read two pages a month, eventually slowing to just one page per discussion. At that pace, the group, which now meets on Zoom, reached the final page in October. It took them 28 years. That's just silly. That is silly. That shouldn't be newsworthy right now. That should be... 628-page experimental textbook. Took 17 years to complete, including a four-year stretch of near-complete writer's block. Well, that's really only 13 years with, you know, goofing off. Still, long book. 628 pages doesn't sound that long. No. So why is it so difficult it's to read? It's pretty heavy. The context. Do they print it in gold yes, ink? The content. The content. That would make it heavy. You see what they did there? Yeah, yeah. It's a hard, hard It's experimental. Cover. It's one of the most difficult works of fiction to read. Really? But why? Idiosyncratic language, which Don't blends read. standard Craig, did English. did you read with, this book? No. I, I can't stand it. I read like the first 20 pages, and I said I'd rather burn it. And you know how I feel about burning books than read it. So what is the difficulty? He was trying to say it, and then you cut him off. No, he was reading it. Oh. A lot of cool colloquialisms, so you have to know Irish. You have to you know that particular neighborhood in Ireland. So, uh-huh. otherwise, you're going, "What the fuck is he saying?" And he's trying. He's written in dialect at the same time, so all the dialogue is in dialect, and so you have to know how Irish people speak and what the fuck they're talking about because it is so. So, is there any money in it for us to go through and do it like they do Shakespeare? Have you ever read any of the Shakespeare books where it's like yeah, get the, the, the old the Shakespeare abridged. and then. Shakespeare yeah. is exactly the the reference I was going to make. You just yeah. described exactly the problems in reading Shakespeare. Eight hundred pages, yeah, which is longer yeah. than the fucking book. <laughs> but the Cliff's Notes have pictures yeah, now, so it's animated. They could help. Do they? Illustrated? Oh no, no, Al, no. Well, that goes to show I never looked at Cliff Notes. <laughs> Cliff <laughs> Notes are not because I didn't uh, it's like want the Reader's to, Digest condensed version. One guy dropped out of the group for two decades, but after he retired, he decided to come back. Then he started right where he left off. Yeah. <laughs> really? On the next page. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's okay. You're only, you can get caught up. You're only three pages behind. <laughs> it's, it's crazy to me that one book could dedicate that much your attention from a group of people. Uh, a Sydney police officer was threatened at gunpoint. For by another police officer for threatening to spoil the end of the next the new Top Gun movie. <laughs> serious. Well, that's some serious shit. They take that seriously down under, man. That's just crazy. I'm, lo- I'm looking for this. Where is this? The police officer had a firearm aimed at his head by a colleague for threatening to spoil the latest Top Gun blockbuster. He says he's completely lost trust in the force. Court was told that Constable Dominic Gaynor admitted to pointing his gun at and threatening to shoot his junior colleague Morgan Royston last May. The 30 year old was on duty behind the front desk of a Day Street police station in Chinatown when the then probationary constable began discussing Top Gun Maverick, which he had seen the night before. The court had been told that Gaynor asked him not to ruin the movie, to which the younger officer replied, I'll spoil it for you. Yeah, fuck you. According to court documents, Gaynor responded, Don't spoil the movie, cunt. Matt's what? not here. My name's Kent. <laughs> <laughs> that was Australian. <laughs> the accent was obvious. Uh, Gaynor then threatened to shoot Royston before laughing and taking his Glock out of its holster. He pointed the weapon towards the other officer for about five seconds without his finger on the trigger. Uh, Royston, who has since left the force, said the incident forever changed his life and made him lose all trust and admiration he once held for the state's police farce force. <laughs> Wait, uh, so who who left the force? The guy who pointed the finger, the guy the, or pointed the gun, or the guy they the pointed? D, not the pointer. The pointer. He <laughs> yeah, was. That's right. He was startled. Yeah, and he was new on the job, so oh. he didn't he didn't have tenure or anything, you know. Uh, according to a tenured. Tendered police statement, Royston froze and didn't know what to do before he reported the incident to a supervising officer a week later. Uh, lawyer said the pointer conceded he'd misused his weapon, but said he was otherwise a fantastic member of the police force. <laughs> yeah. Other than pulling his gun out. Uh, just other than that, though. 
Is that your sex dungeon back there? No, that's, that's over there. That's my furnace. That's the sex dungeon over there. You'll see the casting couch is actually a bed. That's where my VHS collection is. The chains are tucked in underneath the mattress, so they're they're subtle. So we've we've talked uh, in the past about the effect that the word moist has on people. People, certain people don't care for the word moist for some reason. We won't name any names. Keep saying it. Moist. <laughs> you can turn off my microphone. You'll still hear me say moist. <laughs> Does the word moist scare you? Would you buy a product called moist mayo? These questions and more come to mind. Both of those. These questions and more come to mind in the wake of a larger-than-life jar of mayonnaise showing up on the steps of Merriam-Webster's headquarters in Springfield on Monday. The words real moist are front and center on the jar. The six-foot-four jar which is taller than Craig, was placed by none other than Kraft Real Mayo, a branch of the company known for its macaroni and cheese meals. The company's mission is to get the word moist searched online as much as possible to receive Merriam-Webster's coveted Word of the Year Award and change the perception of the word. See, Craig? Mayonnaise is trying to make moist more appealing. It's not mayonnaise is not going to make anything more appealing. <laughs> it's not the it's two of your favorite things. <laughs> I mean, I can think a lot of things where moist is okay. Yeah. But, but mayonnaise, I don't know. It's, mayonnaise should be acceptable in all of those not scenarios. Not even wet, you know. We can we can debate that later off the air. But suffice to say, I'm 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 with you to a point. In years past, the Dictionary Company's award was given to gaslighting in 2022, vaccine in 2021, no apparent reason, and pandemic in 2020. Again, no one knows why. The word moist has received decades of bad rap thanks to 2010's internet. Urban Dictionary refers to moist as a word people pretend to hate because the internet told them to. (laughs) I agree with that more than anything. I didn't like the word moist before there was an internet. <laughs> and I remember when there wasn't an internet, so. Craig remembers when thinking moist was disgusting was cool. Yeah. Real Craft Mayo. I'm sorry, Craft Real Mayo brand manager Francis Sabatier said most people don't know why they don't like the word. Craft Real Mayo has such a devoted fan base of mayo lovers and we want to embolden them to help us change the perception by searching the word moist online so many times that it's elected merriam-webster's word of the year i think i think if you watch a lot of you you enjoy moist (laughs) (laughs) is it really part of your search you don't type that in it just happens at you What do you say, big dicks or big tits? You'll live in suspense. (laughs) You'll have to wait for the playback. (laughs) Gary has to have windshield wipers on his glasses. If I don't don't listen to it, because Al didn't listen to the last one. I will eventually listen to it. I'm a busy guy. He only listens to about half of them. The half he's in. A legit good friend that I've only... One of my true, you know, good friends. They say if you can only count your real good friends on one hand, you know, you're only lying to yourself. So <laughs> that's true. Al is one of my good and friends. Anthony, and Anthony, yeah, one hand, yeah, and his is always shaped like a circle. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Jeff Brown, they're neck and neck. I'm, yeah, there you go. Gentlemen, they're neck and neck. They're neck and neck. That's your boy. He's like, he's like, dude. Because your father knew I was going to fucking kill him. He goes, he told him, it was like, it's just like some shit I'd like hang over for. Yeah, when we were at the, when we were at their wedding in Aruba. It was like, it was like. The guy was getting crazy. This, this buddy was getting crazy and stuff like that. So all of a sudden, I got my arm cocked. I'm ready to go. And Gary's like, like El don't know. He's like, he's like, he's like a groomsman, but we got there four days, five days there before. And he's just one of those guys. Just, oh, you can't do it. Like, you know, you're drinking vodka and he's drinking water. Like, you know what I mean? And to me, that's. You know, that's borderline friendship there. There you go. You know, borderline <laughs> friendship. I hooked you up. Al was going to smack him. Yeah, Al was going to beat him. And I've never seen Al like that. Yeah. It takes a lot for me to go through. But you were funny. Aldo, don't do it. Or hit the wedding. He's going to knock him out. What did you say? Listen, I don't know if you know me, but I'm a gentleman. Yeah. And, you know, I don't really like to involve myself in... 
I think no, I was again. It was nice to him. I said, "Look, I'm going to tell you right now." I said, "Don't lose yourself and where you, in what position you are in the relationship with what's going on here today." I said, "So I'll see the light." Yeah, like I have, you know, and it's like there's very few people I've been friends with, like you know, long, long, long period of time that haven't, you know, one way or the other, we, you know, things haven't gone left. Al's one of them, but I mean, things have gone left a few times. Al knows, you know, I don't go that. I know. So I'm, How's your wife and my kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting down to the wire here, guys, because the Bills is about to start, right? What time does the Bills game start? We're going to be finished. Fan- likes to be in bed by 7.45, so we have two minutes to get down. Yeah. All right. Well, then, Al, how are they going to get us? He likes to take his pants off by 7.45. No more. No more. Hey, you wait till you're home, fella. Yeah. <laughs> I try to tell him that sometimes he just goes into repeat mode and he's hey, just like ripping him off the car. We got one more story we're going to read right here before we go into some Canada stuff. And I said, no, my six, seven o'clock at night, I said, I take my pants <laughs> off. I said, I got my underwear on, but I'm comfortable. I'm relaxed. I'm home. See, now it's like sort of like Wait till he, has the, he orders out and he goes to the door to get his pizza. That's it. <laughs> the mailman comes to the door. I'm in my box. <laughs> oh gosh! So that last story we were talking about about twenty minutes ago. There, uh, <laughs> this is it. We're gonna do it now. It's a man has wrong organ removed by the surgeon who couldn't find his appendix. Washington State man is suing the University of Washington after two UW surgeons <laughs> failed to locate his appendix and instead removed part of his cologne. <laughs> Leaving the man with a litany of medical problems. You guys are like just. (laughs) The attending physician was supposed to supervise the surgeon in training, but as he performed as the appendectomy on Jorge Organ on December 6th. The guy lost his organ, his name Piano? Yeah. Is this like some kind of joke? His last name is Piano. He had the wrong organ removed. Yeah, but they... They, but they removed his co- cologne, so... They removed part of his cologne. They could have removed... Yeah. They could have removed an important organ. No. Now he's just... Get cologne, you know. He should be thanking them because he's less of an asshole. But anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, when you go in for medical procedures, make sure you have it written down so they know what they're looking for. But that is how they get you. <laughs> so, Rich, what's happening in Canada this week? Cue the music. Your listening pleasure is Canada Watch. Smell like pine trees in moose piss. <laughs> Canada Watch. Your furry hat matches your furry underpants. <laughs> it's a design flaw or you need a trim. Canada Watch. <laughs> Do you smell like beaver dams and old toes? Canada Watch. <laughs> your uncle looks suspiciously like an elk. Canada Watch. <laughs> sure does get lonely up there in the Yukon. Canada Watch. <laughs> <laughs> we have the polar bears and the milk in the bag, y'all. Canada Watch. Hey, Gord. <laughs> <laughs> we still like you, though. Canada Watch. All right. In Canada this week, the federal government hired KPMG consultants as a cost of at a cost of hundreds of thousands of Canadian dollars for advice on how to save money on consultants. Documents show. <laughs> New spending details tabled in Parliament show the Department of Natural Resources, led by Minister Jonathan Wilkinson, approved six hundred and sixty-nine thousand six hundred and fifty thousand Canadian dollars for KPMG, a global professional services company, to provide managing consulting advice. Did they find the treasure on Oak Island? Uh, the department said this work involved developing recommendations that could be considered as options to ensure that Canadians' tax dollars are being used efficiently and being invested in the prop, uh, priorities that matter most to them. Globe and Mail has reported that federal spending on outsourcing has grown sharply from when the Liberals promised in 2015 to cut back. The government has since singled out spending on outsourcing and consultants... As an area to focus, a focus to find cuts. All federal departments were given a target of October second to submit their proposed cuts to the department for review. The latest documents were tabled in response to a written request 
to provide details on any contracts within the third-party management firms. A document from Natural Resources shows the titles of the reports provided by KPMG consultants, but not the reports themselves. According to the titles, the consultants provide a final report on IT cost optimization. Basically, what it boils down to is they were told to cut back on their spending on consultants. Consultants? Yes. Use your watch to tell you what time it is. Yeah. That's oh, I like pretty that. much what they do. I like that. I've done some consulting, and that's I, I get where you're coming from on that. But you're holding your watch wrong when they showed up. <laughs> They're showing you how to do it right. <laughs> but the fact that $670,000 later, they said, stop doing that. Yeah. That's kind of rude. You're wasting your money on us. <laughs> and that's what's happening in Canada this week. Do you have a website for us? I always have a website for you. I never don't have a website for you. Sometimes I don't have it pulled up and ready to go. But that's what vamping is for. It's filling in that time while you're waiting for the website to load that gives you the list of the websites. This week's website is morehacks.com. That's M-O-R-E-H-A-C-K-Z.com. All right. Morehacks.com. Z instead of S. Unlocking financial success. Ten budgeting hacks you should have known earlier. Quit spending your money on stupid shit. Seems like I needed the lights in my garage. <laughs> Simple uses for single solitary socks. I don't think any man has to read that. <laughs> <laughs> the About Us reads, more hacks are, were born out of a desire to simplify life and make mundane tasks more fun. We have compiled a virtual library of tools and tips to help you organize, fix, and get creative with all the things around you. Wrap it up, Greg. So check it out, morehacks.com with a Z. This week for Shenanigans has been Alan with a Y. Hey, have a great week, everybody. Rich. Chaos and mayhem. Chaos and, and mayhem Craig. are standing on the other side of the table, and I'm Craig. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Join us again next week. All right.